It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. All right, Motown Rundown, how are ya? Episode 38. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Rabinowitz, alongside Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, coming to you from the Impact 89 FM studios in East Lansing, Michigan. Good to see you guys. How are we doing? Splendid. Good. You had an exciting weekend. I did have an exciting weekend. Tell um, us all about it. All about it? I'll try. Let me try to think. Do you have any questions for me? It might be easier on me. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> did you have any prepared? I don't, I, I, I don't have any prepared, but... I. The noodle is starting to get some questions right now. I'm thinking, how, how loud is the swamp? It seems super loud the way it's constructed. It's, it's mind-numbingly not mind-numbingly loud. Yeah, to the point where like it just it's pretty much there's every play. It's not even like big third down, fourth down. Like every play, it's just loud. I don't even know if it's because of the the noise being generated from the human beings in the stadium, but the way it's constructed, it I was I was telling you guys earlier, it, it's constructed almost like a like a skateboard ramp. It's just a straight up shot and everyone's on top of each other and you feel like you're right on top of the field. Um, but it was loud, man. It's it's not very appealing from the outside, but once you're in there and, and I was fired up because me and so I guess I'll I'll backpedal a bit on we, yeah, we should we should preface. You were at the Florida Tennessee yes, football game. I, Terrible I'll, game. Let me back let me backpedal. I'll give you kind of the recap of the weekend just because Whatever, why not? I like talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. myself. So we yeah. got in on Friday, Jacksonville Airport, landed about 3 o'clock. Um, pretty nice airport, by the how, way. How far of a drive is that? About an hour and a half. Okay. So my buddy picked us up, me and two of my other friends that go to U of M, uh, picked us up, drove into Gainesville, stopped at Chick-fil-A, had to nice. do it. Uh, very nice young waitress. What'd you order? I had a uh, And did she say my pleasure? She did. Uh, chicken sandwich. And with just Chick-fil-A sauce. And I got an oh, ice cream cone, too. Bad ice cream cone. I really? Say, the Chick-fil-A up in Otemis by that Mario is yeah. the most efficient establishment I've ever been it's, to. Chick-fil-A is it's crazy. I, it's, I can't even understand. Yeah, like, but they their... got like 50 workers at the one in Otemis. It's like out of control. That's and the really... line's like huge all day. I've been there a couple yeah. times. You're yeah. like in and out. It's unbelievable. I think if you're ever in a bad mood and want a little pick-me-up, you just go to Chick-fil-A and talk to the people. Just yeah. like, let them know how you're well, doing. The problem with Chick-fil-A, it's like it's not fast food prices. Like, yeah, it's I, I, expensive. I, I always like forget that. I'm like, yo, I just spent $15 at Chick-fil-A. What am I doing? Yeah, just see, that's, <laughs> that's the thing, too. I only got the original chicken sandwich. Didn't want to didn't want to break the bank uh so did that went back to my buddy's apartment uh met his roommates cool guys uh really nice apartment it pays a lot less money for a lot nicer of a place than anything that i've seen here in east lansing which is just, i guess just how it is um but then we walked around the campus a bit pretty nice campus very similar to east lansing or at michigan state here where you kind of have your one road that shoots all the way down on one side's like your bars and your restaurants other side's all campus they got a nice courtyard in the middle um, so we saw whatever the tower was that whatever it was called was cool. Uh, very nice and clean. Walked in the library. My buddy had to turn in a, an assignment at five o'clock or, so, or something yeah. like that. He's like, yeah, so uh, we can go hang out tonight, but I got to go uh, write this paper real quick. Like, All right, whatever. Uh, so did that. Uh, hit the bars at night, which was cool. Bar scenes way better here in East Lansing. I promise you Why that. Why do you say that? Um, the way it is down there, they have like three 
three bars that are all in like one little strip mall almost. I think they're all owned by the same person, but there's different names. So there's in like a strip mall. It's like it's. Is it like East Lansing? Because yes. is, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like you know where like the Jimmy John's is and the Chase Bank. Yes. That's how it's set up. But there's like a there's like a second level. So like JJ's is upstairs. Uh, Fat Daddy's is downstairs. There's one more, like the Rowdy, Rowdy Alligator or something, or the Rowdy something. They call it Rowdies or whatever. There's that. Then their like drunk food spot is down there too. It's called Relish. It's like a make your own burger deal. That Ooh. sounds it's like unbelievable. A, it's like a Qdoba, but like for for burgers. Wow. Don't hate that. Um, so that's that, revolutionary. It was very good, very good. Um, better so, than Conrad's. Uh, yeah, Conrad just gets kind of gross after you're a freshman. It's hard to get, hard out to get down. Get out of here. But the bars, get they're, out of here. they're very, they're, they're just kind of small, and it's so hot in there. Was so, it super hot when you were down there? Are you a sweater, so was it, like, tough? I, I sweat I sweat no matter what. It was it was tough the first day walking around. <laughs> Are you a around. sweater? No, but you're, Once you're... <laughs> it got to nighttime, it was it was cool, and it was, it was yeah, awesome. It was nice. But it's just being in there, it was just smaller, little cramped, hard to get to access to the bar, uh, a lot of U21s in there. Don't want to bust anyone that was in there, but a lot of U21s. I just think the bars to be here, expected. you have more options in East Lansing. They're a bit bigger. The scene's better. Uh, some cool drinks down there, though. At the, at there was only bars. three bars at Florida. I find that hard the, to believe. Three of like the the bars that people go to. Oh, there okay. were a couple other ones, but they're like the three main ones that kids go to. Yeah. Um. So that's what we did Friday, Saturday night at a night or Saturday morning, I should say, because it was a noon kick on Saturday. <sighs> nice seven a.m. wake up to some smelling salts. We appreciate my buddy throwing those in our noses. Yeah, nope. that's great. Uh, woke right up and uh, my buddies and uh, I feel like I'm saying my buddy too much. I'm gonna call him Andrew. No, no, yeah, I got Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, my my buddy Andrew. Yeah, sure. Just name drop. Yeah, he's uh he's in Pike down at at Florida. That must have been a time. And so a half. it was. It's it's. I don't mean to rag on anyone that's in frat life because you do what you want to do. It's your life. I don't yeah. judge anyone. Way better down south. Obviously, it's it's more of a they take it more seriously. You gotta break an arm to get in that. It, it's type not of it's not all about like drinking and like the girls. It's about like the brotherhood and the history and tradition. Colonel Sanders was a UF Pike. Holy problematic! What <laughs> I found that out. Problematic. Yeah, problematic. He's on the board there when you walk in. But yeah, no, we, when we, you first said that, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then <laughs> not like the commercial guy, yeah. but the actual Colonel Sanders. Right. Yeah, still problematic. But we walk in. There's like two <laughs> police officers outside the door, like cooperating with the frat to get people in. You got to like sign in. You get the wristband. They've got like companies in the front yard with the alumni that are like handing out free stuff. You walk in the house. They've got a breakfast burrito bar, mimosa bar. The girls are all there dressed that up, whatever. Fantastic. There's some dresses on. I like that. The Krispy Kreme donut. Never had a Krispy Kreme donut. Had my Whoa, first one down what? there. My first one down there. But it wasn't the actual like glazed one. It was like a chocolate one. Ooh. First of all, how have you not had a Krispy Kreme I donut? I have no That's... idea. I thought they were more rare than they actually are in, in They're not. around here, which I know. I, I was That's preposterous. Build on okay. that. But then you go to the backyard. They got the Misters, which is a huge play. They got Misters lined around the house, so I was completely fine. Swept through the shirt, Michigan State polo, which was which a was, great move. Yes, thank I you. mentioned we that have questions. on the yes. I, I appreciate that. I do want to ask you guys about the show. We want to go in depth about things. your shirt. Yes. So oh, the shirt. Yes. Good. Thanks for reminding me that the shirt was an interesting play because I didn't want to be that guy. You have to be of like, 
while you show up here, like neither of the teams that you so or you're, so you're the team you support is not playing in this game, not even the same conference. But I wear green and white on Saturday. Yes, there's just, no, there's no it shame. It's in not. That it's either. not even that. It's it's an icebreaker. Yeah, right off the bat, right. you're so, like, why do you have a Michigan well, State like, shirt? I don't on? think anyone. Not, no one cares about Michigan State at UF. So right. like, if and if it, someone showed up to one of our tailgates here with like an Arkansas shirt on, I'd be like, yeah. all right, go go Razorbacks. No, no, I'll be yeah. like, oh. What's up, man? How's Nick <laughs> yeah. Starko playing? Like yeah, something like exactly. that. Exactly. So I'm I'm walking down the street to get to the frat house, and and one guy in a Tennessee shirt stops me and goes, "Oh, Big Ten football." I go, "Yep." He goes, <laughs> "He goes, oh I go, "Nope, no." Like I, no. I don't know if he was trying to like make me realize that I like, oh, you, you also know Big Ten football teams. Good or for you. Do you think maybe this particular person thought that by saying "oh," he would be like. Playing to your advantage, like yeah, like oh, like no anti-Michigan. I have but he no does idea not realize that maybe I was just like I was like we no. hate Ohio State as well. I was like no. So yeah. uh, then I got to that. There was one girl that stopped me and gave me a go green. Believe it or not. Oh, that's, wow, that's awesome. Hype. I got a go green. I go, I go go white. But I have to ask you, like, what the hell? Like, how the hell did that come out of your mouth? And she said that she was from Warren, Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, her dad lives in Florida, which is why she went to school there. Uh, had another girl approach me at the tailgate. Wow. Uh, she goes, I have wow. to have, yeah, the only I talked to two girls on Saturday, guys. <laughs> this is incredible. I just plan on going there and just kind of looking at him and thinking about how much I wish I could talk to him. But yeah. they actually came up to me and talked to me, which is great. There we go. Um she she said, I have to ask, do you go to Michigan State? And I go, What gave it away? And she's oh, like, nice hey, well, <laughs> no, I would if I was like, that oh, girl, stop. I would have turned around. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but she said that she was from Birmingham. She's got cousins that go here, or whatever. So uh, no problems with the with the shirt at all, which was great. And everyone was very nice to me down there. Um, the tailgate was a blast. Dude. I can't they just imagine. they just do it like it's just so much. SEC it's just means so much more. Better and more organized, and like you don't have anyone there. Like who do you know here? Like. I pay all this money to drink and and talk to girls. You shouldn't be here. Just very <laughs> welcoming environment. I had a blast. The game was a lot of fun. It was great to see my buddies. It was a blast. Gainesville's a good time. Um, but I will say, too, walking around this campus today for class, I uh, love Michigan State. It just makes you appreciate it here more. Not that it's, like, a bad – and Gainesville is, like, state, too, in the sense of, like – if you if the student life wasn't here in East Lansing, it would be a very very dull city. Same thing with Gainesville. So um, had a great time. Appreciate the hospitality and 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 meeting some cool people. So it was awesome. But glad to be back. So, great to have you back. By thank the way. you very much. Um, and I do want to talk about my airport experience and watching the Lions game or lack thereof. But how was the Green and White Report on Sunday? Appreciate you guys filling in for me. It was fun. A lot of fun. Took two to fill in for you. Oh, it was a good you. time, yeah, though. That was, was, yeah, that was the opening to the show. I heard that. I, I appreciated that. I was, I was listening on the way to the airport to go home um, in the car on the Listen Live or whatever the thing is. And I, I heard that. I appreciated that. I feel like I always said the same thing when Julian's not there either. I was giving this. Takes yeah. two to fill in. Yeah. So just nice guys there, but all good. I hope you guys had fun. Oh, it yeah. was a great time. Blast. Uh, if I had to put, I think the uh, the great, opening. Great program you've put together here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I think the opening wager, or I had the opening betting line for you two to take the chairs next year, probably minus 500. So I'll well, throw hopefully. some cash on that, hopefully. You know, unless you guys, like if Collins, like you lose your voice or something and you're a master. <laughs> I don't know. No, Who knows? Yeah. You're a wild card. Who knows with you? I don't know. How am I a wild card? You are a wild card. I guess. I think everyone's a little bit of a wild card here. You yeah. almost have to be in this line of work. Yeah, yeah. Tough yeah. business, man. It this, is a tough this business. In, this league 
This, this league. league. This league. I do want to mention, too, before we jump into uh, some football that might not be what people are expecting because we had another game to talk about that happened last Thursday. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the trifecta was completed this this weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, and I'll say the quadfecta also because – Michigan lost on Saturday. Did any of you guys watch that game? Because I was covering the Michigan State game, and it. you were at the Florida I, game. So we, I didn't. Wa- I didn't. Wa- I just saw highlights. Was it I, bad? I, I bad? was watching. It was terrible. We were at, Michigan looked bad. Yeah. So we were. We were at the game. We got to the game at the swamp a little bit after noon. So a bit into the first quarter, uh, Florida was in control all game. It was, it was so fun to watch. Still though, Tennessee obviously has some problems. I actually thought Tennessee was gonna. Was gonna win that game because I'm like, you know, they're they're not that bad. They just haven't played great. They stink. Once they drop that touchdown in the end zone, it was they're over. They're bad. Um, so we left the game a little, we like right at halftime because we wanted to go watch Michigan. Um, very hot, a lot of drinking in the morning. Immediately took a nap when we got back to the apartment. Huge, I did watch a little huge. bit of Michigan, but I will say. I was watching you went with on my, Michigan kids too, right? I did. I went with two Michigan kids. My my buddy Andrew also grew up a Michigan fan, so they were dead. So we not happy. I was the whole time we were in the state. Every every stoppage of play in the stadium, I was on my phone, like looking at Michigan State and Michigan. I actually wanted to watch Michigan more because I think I was very confident with the state's play. Um, but I turned to my my friend Alex. I go, dude, I had to tell you, it's fourteen nothing right now. And he goes, Michigan. I go, no. And then at halftime, he goes, I go, I go, I don't. I go, have you checked the score? He goes, no. I go, do you want me to tell you? He goes, sure. I go, dude, it's 28 nothing. I go, I'm not actually sure if like the score's updating properly for Michigan. <laughs> but we get back, and I watched Michigan uh, for a little bit, then took a nap. Um, but that was Michigan lost, which is great. They looked uh, so unprepared. It was peak 97-1 today. It peak. was. I listened to Valenti a bit. It was It was cool. Um, so you I have don't... two weeks to prepare for that game. Yeah, and, you know, I think – I just think it kind of it kind of came to fruition for Michigan fans. I don't – look, I – I actually I don't want to say I support Harbaugh because I'm not a Michigan fan. Um, I don't know who else you're going to get that's going to be better. I just think for whatever reason, if you want to put it on him, then it, go, it falls on him. They are so ill-prepared, unenergetic, just horrible body language. They talk it's like all this so talk. embarrassing. You can just tell they don't even believe what they're saying. And I told, I've told my Michigan friends, too, like, look. You know, as a Michigan State fan, I don't expect my teams ever to go undefeated and like go win the national championship. But I don't talk like they're going to. And no either. one does. Mark D'Antonio does not say right. we're going to win the national championship. Like yes. Jim Harbaugh Neither is Harbaugh. Yeah, he does. He says those who stay will be champions. Yeah, well, that's like a Michigan that's their thing. Yeah. yeah, that's their shtick. <laughs> but right, I, right. I think the I think the problem is when you come into every year and like year one was like we have Harbaugh. This he's the Messiah. We're going to win the whole thing. And like what's it called? It wasn't even like that. Year one, it's like. Oh, it might it might look bumps and bruises, and then they were really good. They surprised a lot of people because they had a really good right. defense, and Rudolph played a lot better than what people thought. And now it's kind of like you have your guys in. Yes, what's going and that's on? Why it's funny because like year two they go, okay, well it was his first year, so like now is the year where they're loaded. They're gonna go. Then year three it was like. Well, now he's got his recruits. He's got to get his guys, whatever. Then you're four. It was like, oh, we have Shea Patterson. Now you're five. They bring in Gaddis. And like, now this is like, 
going to be the best offense in the country. And like, here they are. So I just think if you don't, and for my Michigan friends too. Ugly. It should get ugly this year. Right. And not, not the Michigan friends that I went to the game with, but some other ones that I, that I talked to are like, this team stinks. I can't watch them. It's embarrassing. And for Charles Woodson to go, I'm embarrassed to be a Michigan fan, whatever. That was good for him to do that. I right, actually, but it's like, you I, should appreciate that if you're a Michigan but fan. But in my mind, dude, it's like, you guys lose one game to a team that might actually win the conference this it year. Has the yeah, but they got winner. embarrassed. They, you should That's, be in that sure, game. Sure, and sure. the fact okay, that sure. what's it called? You haven't won a game since you're an, like Jim Harbaugh has been since Michigan. I don't know what I just like put myself into a tizzy right there. We should probably cut <laughs> that because I just speak nonsense as okay. I can't get speak out of my mouth. It's okay, but uh. They haven't like You're they've been great. under they've been underdogs eight times. They haven't won once. Under Is Jim Harbaugh, right. yeah, that's crazy. Right. Well, that's and that's 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 his knock. I just but again, I just think if you if you say less going into the year, it's not as catastrophic and dramatic when you lose. And they act like they lose like it's like Alabama losing to like Auburn this right. year. And like, like no one picked you to win the national title, yeah. so shut up. Yeah, I agree. But that's tier one that's of the Michigan trifecta. Football. I know. That's the, yeah. They suck. Those Sorry. who stay. I'm, but know, but that's stay. that's tier one, Michigan State, big win, tier two, Lions win, victory Monday, great to be here. Then the Tigers also won on Sunday, which is like Nobody the first cares. time they both won on oh, the same day the and whatever. Factor? It's the quad factor. Nobody the cares. Won. Okay, fine. Kyle doesn't care. Um, <laughs> whatever. Trifecta, quad factor was completed. Uh, before we move into the actual uh, thing that we do on this podcast, being talking about Detroit sports, so if you don't care to listen to this, Skip ahead. Uh, Stafford Infection, our flag football team, first game of the year last Thursday. Man, we were not, not a great. good showing. Well, I will say this: we're now zero and one. We're in seventieth place. Being zero and one somehow puts you in seventieth place. Really? <laughs> there must be a million teams in this yeah. in D two. Um, I will recap. We lost thirty-two to twelve. We got mercyed at the end. It's like if you're losing by nineteen or more in the last two minutes, uh, and you're playing on defense, then you get mercyed. Whatever, fine, don't care. Um, the first drive we had, because we lost the coin. Did we lose the coin toss? I don't we know. Lost we the received coin it. Toss. We lost, lost the, coin the coin toss. toss. They, they because the we lost the coin toss because Rabinowitz had a mouth guard on. No. Yeah, that's why we <laughs> lost way, it. I that's do why have to, we I lost it. I picked the wrong number. No. I want to bring this up. Yeah, Ryan, because you had a mouth guard on. Rabinowitz looks like Baker Mayfield out there. Yeah, it was, a little, it was a little preposterous. I, <laughs> no, no, it, he showed up. I'm like, you better ball I out. I think it's excellent. <laughs> He's got the beard and he has the headband on. Yep. And just the way he moves, it, moves in the pocket. A lot of it, oh, lot of it I, I have to. I have to because I need like the compression leggings. I need the, the arm sleeve because my body's just <laughs> falling apart. So a lot of it's in the, the mouth guard, dude, is so if I happen to like dive for a first down and I get a knee to the side of the head, I'd rather not you have CTE at 21. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry you were, about that. You were that. doing like the Steph Curry with your mouth guard. You had it like you hanging know, I, out. I don't need it in my mouth. It's kind of taste gross. It's a piece of plastic. Then why? It's flag football. Why do you need it? <laughs> Stuff happens, dude. You go up for a pass, you fall on your back, you get knocked out. Not if you have the mouth guard in. So excuse me for trying to be safe. I guess. Whatever. Um, First drive, we get the ball. So you Start at your own 14. We marched the field like the New England Patriots. Oh, it looked great. We I thought like, we were going to win Rabinowitz by 20. was rolling out to his left, throwing bullets. We, we, were just, look- we were boom, 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 boom. It was unreal, and I was, like, feeling good. Like, this is it. Uh, we get our first, I throw a little touchdown pass in the middle of the field. We don't get the extra point. I don't know what happened there. A little little breakdown. And then after that, I just I was a mess. 
It was, at first of all, pick six too. Your buddy Mitch got a pick six. To Ninety-eight beat, yarder, and he started to hot dog it like the Sean Jackson. They almost got, they almost got Aiden Hunt. We played Aiden Hunt, Impact yeah. uh, SRZ guy. Oh, yeah. I was down there to block for your buddy, and then I forgot that Aiden Aiden Hunt's wearing green. Yeah, was wearing on dark the white with team, us, which so is like, absurd. I first thought all, he was running with me, and then I realized, oh, actually, this is I'm supposed to be blocking this dude. Yeah. Fifteen minutes before kick, all of all of Rabinowitz's friends are like. Dude, are you sure we're supposed to wear black? And got <laughs> everyone up in a tizzy. You're like, we might have to forfeit this game. We're not in the playoffs and all this stuff. And then we start going to ask people, and then like Rabinowitz gets vindicated. He's like, I told you guys, God. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, no one it, like no one has any trust in me. Even it, at, even at practice, everyone want to take the ball out of my hands. They want me to play oh, quarterback. That was the best. Was, I, I felt I was vouching for you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I do appreciate I was, that. Trent was I, on my side. I will say I'm on your side too with the quarterback thing. We might, like you said, it might be an open competition, but at the same time, when you have no communication, yeah, with anyone, we never call the play. It's not even that that we didn't call a play. When you got, we have only one person blocking, yeah, and they're, they have two. They're bringing one more extra guy. Yeah. It'd be nice to know where <laughs> someone's going on a route, right? You're just kind of throwing <laughs> yeah. it in, like you're playing five hundred, right? Exactly. So I, I will, I, I shouldered that game because our defense played pretty well. We had the pick six for a touch. Our, our offense scored one touchdown. Yeah. So Mitch and it was had the, the first pick try. six. Yeah. Will dislocated his thumb. He's which fine. I feel bad. He's fine. Yeah. He was, I think he was, he little, was yeah. milking it a little bit. Uh, dude, that's his will. That's <laughs> like, his I need will. You in there, will. But, <laughs> Will's um, like, I'm fine. I'm like, what? But the problem is, broke your thumb. if I can go back through the game, I think there were two long balls we got beat on by a kid that I think played quarterback and, in high and who school. who was in coverage both times. Well, well your but boy, we had no I'll, safety That's help. why I'm taking blame for that. So Trent, Trent did leave his feet and die for flags on I both did. of those plays, which was, which was great. First everyone, of all, everyone I'm loved, five eight. The, everyone loved Trent after the no, game. No, no, like, no, this no, kid's I, like, this kid just no, like, I'll, he I'll just say this about Trent. I got burned. First of all, we got burned by this kid like three or four times. He was a white Julio Jones. Okay. Seriously. He was <laughs> no. unguardable. He was like 6'4 and could run like a 3 no, four no, forty. But what's it called? Trent like made a really good play before one of them. And we're all, we're, I, all, we're all we're all pumping Trent's tires on the sidelines. Oh, right? and I held and up then, the Darius Slay. I, I did yeah. the Darius Slay yeah, too. You did, you did that. And then you Very walked, next play. You walked up and you're playing like press coverage against this time. Will <laughs> Will this goes, oh no. And then immediately immediately touchdown. It was like, a, literally yeah. the next play. Yeah. Yeah. I, but no, for real though, I mean that just like goes to show the if someone, if you have a tall receiver and someone puts a perfect pass, right, you yeah. can't do anything. It wasn't anything. even that. It was it like was the a- guy was running to his right, thrown to his left, like 35-yard bombs in yeah, the back. He was end good. Zone. We just didn't have any safety help, oh. so I think we are a little bit disorganized on D. I felt bad, too, because we carry – it's a seven-on-seven game. The team we were playing had seven guys until – 30 seconds before or they had six guys until 30 seconds before kickoff when Aiden yeah. showed up i was like what the hell are you doing here um we carry a yeah, lot that's we another reason 12. i thought we had it we, we picked 12? up a guy we picked up a kid that actually's got he's a he's he can play he played in high school um uh good receiver so i don't even think it matters help. about athletic talent i think none of none of us have played flag football before did you play before no, none of us have played no. like, in the league which is yeah, why so i we, was saying I think we'll be fine i think we'll be fine we oh, just we'll, had to figure we'll we got to figure out our offensive scheme and defensive scheme. Yeah. I, that's why I was saying, like, okay, if Ryan's the quarterback, he's the quarterback, right? Because, like, none of us are going to, like, be out there throwing bombs, right? No one's that much better than anyone else. Yeah. So it's like, st- pick a quarterback, stick with him, and let's just get reps. And everyone yeah. was like, no, I want yeah. to throw like, a couple I, passes. Yeah, like, I was we're like, like, we're seven years old. But I want to try. You took I yourself try. out. I did take myself out because no, I – we're talking about that practice. Yeah, oh, pra- I was at that practice. Yeah. Yeah. At practice. No, Wait, I, I thought you said you didn't go to practice. No, he I was got only No, I went late. We just scheduled the practice at a time I couldn't possibly, like, go to. Yeah, I don't think you need the reps. Yeah, I 
definitely needed the reps. <laughs> well, I I took myself out because I think I threw three picks. Yeah, you weren't and happy with yourself. I, I was I was so angry. I just felt bad because the one pick I threw in the end zone, I tried to throw to Collins. Uh, bad pass. Tried to force. No, but that it. was the first one. We were still ahead. So that was yeah. Rudy like, okay, too. Right. I made a sick catch and it reversed yeah. it. Yeah, Collins made an unreal diving catch. Got the hand. I was the yeah. ball. The ball we played with so was like small. a youth football. From I like kind of like field. it though. I like it though. But I was, I was, gr- I was squeezing air out of it as I was throwing. That's I why was the one you was so short. What was I gonna say? Did they supply the football? Yes, because they asked if we had a football that we wanted to use. My that's football what, that I bring uh, yeah. is so slippery, and the one that we were practicing with is like actually a legit football. So we'll we'll try to bring that next time. But I think whatever the defense was okay, offensively, no one was communicating as to like who was running where. So I never knew, and like I don't think anyone really grasped the fact that like we were getting I was getting rushed by two guys every time, and people were like mad at me for not throwing to the right side of the field as a lefty. They're like, you always go to the left side. It's like, yeah, dude, I have no other choice. Dude, everyone, we we started to implode a little bit. I will, I will say this. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of positions we got to reorganize and, with and certain guys. And that's the thing, too. We had guys, like, obviously, because with seven on seven, I don't play both ways because I'm five foot eight and a half. I'm not that fast. I can catch the ball, but I don't think I can get open. If I have to get open, I can. I got, I got a little, like, short crossing pattern. But I'm not going to stretch you deep. I don't have a place to play. The one time I played DN, I got flagged for using my hands to yeah, get around you, a guy. You can't, you can't lay a finger on it. can't that, do that anything. Yeah, it's like the NBA. You can't do anything. I would have, I'm, I'm just, I'm not to toot my own horn. I would have, I would have held that, that one dude. I would have held him in, inside five yards every time. It was so, it's legal. it yeah. was so funny though. When Mitch got to the quarterback first play. When he was DN and absolutely just trucked the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Mitch oh. put his hands under his chest and broke his rib cage. Just kind of like, we, we, sent, we sent a message. I was like, come on, man. But he's uh, it, no, but like I haven't played flat football literally since I was like in fourth grade. It's yeah. an adjustment. It is because you think you're like playing touch. Yeah, and then you're like, I think there was one play where they like went ninety yards and it was like my fault because I was like <laughs> I touched him and I was like. Yeah. What am I doing? Collins forgot he had to pull the flag Yeah, on. not a good shot. Um, but we'll yeah. figure it out. W- whatever. I, I do appreciate Collins then did step in. I told Mitch first to of go all, in. First of all, this is crazy. I played quarterback for one series. We didn't have anyone blocking the whole series. <laughs> yeah. So I, okay. Collins, oh, no, no. I have to I have to narrate this Every, one. No, I, yeah. Collins, Collins drops back the pass, and this Stone must feet. be like second down. Yeah. And he's got... Two, I, I'm gonna lose it. He's just like two guys rushing him, and I don't know if Tried you remember this play. Try to pump, but fake Collins him. goes like one pump fake, and somehow kind of splits him, and he was moving. It looked like he was. Some kinda, feet. It was like he was trying to like hold in a crap and like make his way to the <laughs> toilet. He was like waddling forward, yeah. like eyes and hips downfield beautifully, but it was like Phil Rivers, like, and he just these guys like walked up to Collins and ripped his flag. Then Collins threw a pick, so I didn't feel as bad. For, yeah. We first of all, our center was an end of game. I was like, "What was going on?" I, I have Someone to, I'll was snapping little... for me, and they were just going downfield. Like guys, I, yeah. there's two guys. I'll take it. some blame because I that actually that was the only series that I got any offensive snaps. So I was just running deep. Well, I was and, trying and, to get. And, you don't and have and enough time. Another to go deep. another problem too we have is the rotations. Like some guys go both ways. I don't. We need to mix it. We need to when we have twelve guys like that. You need to be hauling. For a couple plays and Fresh. get off the yeah. field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like we got. It's not like we have like guys that are superior. We got, we got, there. we got like third down formations. Everyone's tapping their head. Like, yeah. In. I felt bad. I wanted Collins. Collins had an unbelievable first drive. I think he made you made two or three catches in the first drive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm didn't, a, didn't I'm see a, out the rest of the game. No, I'm offense. like Jason Witten. I'm not the fastest guy. <laughs> Run good, clean routes, and yeah. I'm like I'm. 
Jason Witten. Jason That's Witten. probably the best NFL comparison you could give That's yourself. That's your player comp is Jason Witten? No, no, Witten. but like, I'll be I'm Quandre not going to be able to play outside. I'll tell you that. Like, I'm just not twitching off laterally side to side, but I know what I'm doing. That's fine. But you I do. hope, I really hope we bounce back. I think we will. Yeah. We, I just Like I said at practice, yeah. just trust me. Like right. Stafford, trust, trust me. me. We had to get there an hour early before nights this week. When, what time do we play this week? Uh, eight or nine? Nine. Play at nine. <sighs> what, what, uh, what are you doing at I, nine o'clock on Thursday? A lot of stuff, but whatever. <laughs> This is more important. Well, I know that, it is. I know it is. Now that we've talked about this for 25 yeah, minutes. Well, yeah. It's, it's uh, what the people want. It's okay, the so Stafford now, infection Yeah, rundown. so if you've, if you've missed all that, thanks for fast-forwarding. And now we're going to talk about the Red Wings, if you don't mind. we got <laughs> yes. Red Wings and Lions on the docket. We won't do too much of the Red Wings stuff. Uh, I know that during football season, people want to hear Lions. We will get to Lions. But the Red Wings are approaching the regular season. Uh, a little bit of backtracking here. They did win their prospect tournament uh, in Traverse City. They beat the Dallas Stars. They were down 4-2 in that game with like five minutes left, and they came back and won. So I think they were playing from behind in every single game, and they ended up going three. How did they win every game? You might have had to win. I don't know. Probably should have looked that up, but whatever. Uh, they're 2-0-1 so far in the preseason. They're playing the Islanders right now. They're if I can dusted. find that score, it's 2-2 right now, actually. They're down 2-0. Yep, and now it's 2-2 part, yeah. with like 14 left in the third. Uh, of course, that's being recorded on Monday the 23rd. So that was, whenever you're listening, this is when that was going on. Um, so a couple things I just want to touch on, uh, you know, whatever we want to do with this. Uh, as far as any thoughts, initial thoughts you have, expectations, uh, what you've seen from them this preseason, if anything at all, uh, but more so general uh, opinions and expectations going going into this season. Collins, I'll start with you. This team will be watchable, unlike last year. Good. That's that. That is what I will say. They, like they're out of the stage of like, the, I think they're at the back half of the rebuild. They're probably a couple like veteran players, and maybe a couple more of their young guys come up, like Sedina. Filano, you, you see some of those guys eventually come up next year, the year after that, then you're done with the rebuild, basically. Sure. So I, I think you're at the back half of the rebuild. They, I feel like this team's going to be frisky this year. Define I, I, frisky. That, that They're just a team, not a lot of teams are going to want to play, because they have a lot of speed. You mean pesky? No, frisky. Frisky? Isn't that Frisky's like, like kind of sexual, yeah. yeah. But it's the same thing. I don't think... <laughs> okay, okay, it works, Whatever, it works. Sure. Yeah, no, but it's the same thing. They have a lot of young guys. They're just going to pepper you. It's and, and, like, Jimmy Howard is still a serviceable NHL, like, goalie. So, like, he if he goes out and has, like, a good night, like, he's capable of doing. Right. I, I, I just see this team being, like... I, I could see them contending for a wild card spot until, like, maybe, like, Christmas or something. And then they fall off a little bit. But I, I could see them getting off to a hot start pretty early. They got a feeling of, like, the... My, like the Canadians last year, where they like just missed the playoffs. Right. So I, I, I just, I'm high on the Red Wings this year. Yeah. Well, overall, it's it's one of those years where there's no expectations. So you look at the team, they're turning the corner, and it's one, it's it's either this year, or next year, where I think they're going to break through and get a wild card spot. So with the Iserman coming in, it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, you can actually look at, okay, we have direction. Right. Um, I do think they're going to need to get a new goaltender in at some point this year because Jimmy Howard's not going to be the goaltender when you are done with the rebuild. Right. So, um, their D is and, so old. It's like it's so, <laughs> yeah. at some point you gotta like turn that over. And I know you're like excited about Hornick and like mm-hmm. is that how you say it? Hronick. Hronick? Yeah, not Hornick, but Hronick. I just I'm just gonna say Ronick or Jeremy Ronick. Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm I'm excited to watch them as well. No, but you get you add Patrick Nemeth, he's a serviceable NHL player. He's gonna probably play in your top four with Mike Green, but you, you wanna see like we said last year, you just wanna see young guys play well. Yes. And you hope that Dennis Chalowski stays up right 
Like he he shined that first month of the season, then he kind of just like wallowed for another month, and then they sent him down to Grand Rapids and never really saw a lot of time up here in Detroit right. after that. So you hope to see that and a lot less of Jonathan Erickson. So, <laughs> always, as always, always. Yeah, as always. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people want Sedin on the team, but I don't see it. I just don't see it. You don't year. see it to start the season? or Yeah, or I don't, yeah no, no, to start the season. I don't think he's making an opening day roster. I think from a grand from the grand scheme of things, so far I really like what I've seen. Obviously the prospect tournament doesn't tell you much. Um, because it is a lot of your young guys, and unfortunately, it's not like you're going to see all of those guys in a Red Wings uniform. Uh, I think Joe Valeno had like seven goals in that tournament, I believe. That's I, your boy. I know the Red Wings also led the led the uh, the tournament in scoring with 24 total goals over four games. Um, something along those lines. Again, it probably should do some better preparation, Ryan. Yeah, at, at the same time, no one cares about the Red Wings exactly. right now. We're just like exactly. prefacing until we like actually did deep into exactly. the Red Wings in the next couple of weeks. Right. So um, a lot of good things out of there. I think the preseason so far, uh, their first game against the Blackhawks, they opened up with a win, which was great. I think they beat them 5-2. to two. Um, And then they dropped one of the Blackhawks the night after, lost in overtime to the Islanders. They're playing again right now, as we said. Does this bother anyone else? I don't. I hate to cut you off, no, but I, during the preseason when they have the different like names on the back, like the different lettering. Yeah, it is because it's it's kind of like an earn your stripes thing. I with, get like, that, but at the same time, I'm like, this it is so. Bad. It, it looks, looks so bad. bad. Too, yeah. Um. Whatever. I don't. I don't care. know. That I bothers love the me. Arch, that bothers the me. The arched last name is great, but yeah. Sorry. Um. I don't think. My expectations, I kind of go back and forth because I think, like you said, Collins, I could see this team surprising people in the sense of they actually might be in the hunt to grab a wild card or like an eight seed late into the season. I don't think they have the firepower yet to put them over the edge, nor do I think making the playoffs would benefit them in any way. It's just going to be it's a weird it's a weird situation and before I get into that actually I more of the grand scheme of things yes they will be watchable they'll be very fun to watch cuz now you're going to see and depending on what names you see it'll be names that you're going to want to watch and they're going to be here for a while in the future um again Larkin another year under his belt Mantha as well Bertuzzi and that seems to have solidified as your first line with Bertuzzi Mantha and Larkin I don't see that changing a ton. You got Andreas Anthonasiu will, will will be a piece. Uh, Phil Pula's back. Uh, Taro Hirose, which you get to watch if you're a Spartan fan, which was a, a very nice surprise. Should have won a Hobie last year. Bro. Sure, sure. Um, but there's a lot of question marks still as far as who is making the roster, and I think it, it's it's weird with the Wings because I feel like if they if they go old school, I see them as having two. Two options. Where you bring in Adam Ernie, you have obviously Franz Nielsen, uh, Valtteri Filpula. You have to account for Jacob De La Rose as well. So you can go with your lines of like Glenn Denning, Helm, Abdelkader, Ernie, Filpula. You know, you have Christopher N now who you've brought up. Matt Pumple's another name. Dominic Turgeon who are these guys that you've been kind of grooming in the AHL. So if you go that route with a more, I would say, veteran presence or not having as your your most exciting young guys i can see you doing something similar to last year where you don't have a lot of jump a lot of energy out of the out of the team because of what they are and they're kind of mediocre i can also see if you if you flood the team with young guys and you have like giovanni smith playing every night and you have you know pumple and turgeon and zadina and valeno and and you're playing you know more cider 
I can see you Heck also gets. being yeah. Heck gets too. I can also see you being very mediocre. So it's going to be a process of finding that balance of what works to compete, but also getting your young guys involved. So with that being said, oh, go ahead. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I, I want to say one thing. Forever. I'm going to ask you. Yes. I don't necessarily know Stevie Wise history in like Tampa because I, I I don't know necessarily when they were rebuilding when he first got that mm-hmm. job what he did with young players down in the minors but Ken Holland notoriously this like he la- he leaves them in Grand Rapids right. for at Buried least him. like yeah. yeah for like two or three years or something like that I'm interested to see how like Iserman handles Grand Rapids this year compared to Holland right and I know like if you if you look back on Steve Iserman's track record a, a couple of his big names Jonathan Drouin was a big guy that came out of Tampa Bay obviously ended up being traded to Montreal because he was having a hard time cracking the lineup that was a whole thing Braden Point who actually just signed today for three years about seven million a year he's nasty uh he's very good so um, good question. Don't have a great answer, but I even know, but still, they, they develop they develop their own draft picks in Tampa Bay. Right, they do. I mean, Kucherov's a guy that that has now that stands out now one of the best in the league. Tyler yeah. Johnson obviously plays a big role over there. Who's um, that Russian? Sergachev. Yeah, he's nasty. Right, too. they they acquired him from Montreal. So they so I I think now where you have issues, and I don't think it's a bad problem to have. But I'm looking at all these names like Svechnikov. Uh, Zadina, Valeno, Mort Sider, obviously, that you have playing on defense, Chalowski, Ronick, Hicketts, uh, Giovanni Smith, Matt Pumple, Dominic Turgeon, Christopher N. And and I think a big name too that we're not that people might not think of that might be a fringe guy is Michael Rasmussen, who's only he was good last year when he played up. He was, uh, I, I believe he's like 19 or 20 years old still, yeah. so there's no rush on him. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with who they put in the lineup because for me, um, obviously your Mantha, Larkin, Bertuzzi is not changing, your Athanasiu is not changing, your Nielsen. Hirose a guy to me who only played a – you have a very small sample size for him out of last year. I did see him struggling a little I, bit this I, year. I do too, and I don't actually think he's like a second-line player in the NHL. I really don't. I think he's – He's a good like third line guy, or he's a good guy you have on the second line with like two premier players. Yeah, because he's he, yes. he's that really good vision on the ice, and he's not a goal scorer. So yes. you don't need every guy on your second line to be a goal scorer. Your second third line, but you you bring in Nino and Adam Ernie, who you're not quite sure what his role is going to be on the team. Is probably a third line player, but not a guy that you can send down. Philpula, not a guy you can send down. But now you you see where your problems are coming with your contracts and your older players. Darren Helm, Luke Glendening, Justin Ablocator look to round out your fourth line. Uh, what a bad contract Abby is. Uh, right, and I, I hate to say it because I do love Justin Ablocator, but, but now you have Christopher N that you're looking at maybe being your your extra forward. You have to think about Jacob De La Rose, who you might actually have to wave now and lose him. Um, so just a lot of things, and like my as I much as I'm rambling with this because my my brain is so jumbled. I don't know where where, where or when you'll see Zadina or Valeno or Svechnikov for that matter. So in my opinion, I don't think it's necessary to rush a guy like Zadina or Valeno up. People loved Valeno so far in training camp. I think he's looked great. He's going to be a great two-way player for this Red Wings team. Uh, I just, at being 18, 19 years old, I don't think it's necessary to bring him up. I think this this Grand Rapids team might actually be more fun to watch than the Red Wings to start off the year. But you're right. The question marks come with like the goaltending too. You know, Jimmy yeah. Howard's here. Uh, Bernays is back up. That's not going to change uh, during this year. Uh, Philip Larson's a guy that you have that will probably see time in the AHL. We also have Calvin Picard, who you picked up. Not really sure what you're doing with him there. If that's just to keep your 
your goaltending afloat in the AHL. Uh, Caden Fulcher as well as another name that you could see in the AHL as a young guy. Um, for me, the goaltending thing at this point is just doing enough to keep your team afloat to where you're not being demoralized uh, from losing games. That's all that Jimmy Howard really serves you right now. Um, that's all you really need him to do. But as I've uh, Ryan Kuffner too, another name at forward, the the kid from uh, yeah. Princeton or whatever he was. He was they from. said he might have a pretty good chance of making the twenty five man roster. Which at that point too, I think that they hope he does. It. Right, what, yeah. and so now again, not a bad problem to have because you got a lot of names that you can use. He signed the same time when Hiroshi did last yeah, year. Yeah, so it's I don't know, I don't know, but I they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, what's it? We'll do a deeper dive before, like before they actually start the regular season and like. Pits and like predictions right. and stuff and like I that. And I think once you see who they actually round out the roster, they have a couple more weeks of preseason play, then you have to cut down to 25. And you have a brief period where you can send guys down to the minors uh, without the penalty of having them be put on waivers. But again, Christopher N., Jacob De La Rose, those are two guys that you're looking at of like, where do you yeah. go? Um, the defensive side of things, too. Again, you have Nemeth and Greener are going to be a lock. The Kaiser, uh, Philip Pronick will make this roster. Um, his who's been great the back half of the year played great in the in the uh, world championships. Then you have Trevor Daly, Jonathan Erickson, Madison Bowie, uh, Oliver Kasky is another guy that was randomly picked up from Finland. He was actually very great in the in the world junior championships or junior championships or world championships. It's world junior. Wait, are you talking about in the summer? Yeah, which I, world I, I, I forgot which one that Kasky played on. They're so but, irrelevant. But the captain, I, 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 yeah, the world championships are irrelevant. That's what I'm I, saying. World juniors are not. World juniors are hype. Love the world juniors. Um, again, Libor Sulak as well, another name that you're, you could, you're saying names right now that you could just be making up right now, and I have no idea. Well, who and and again, it's it's gonna be fun, and, and I hope they all pan out, which is not gonna happen. But Dennis Chalowski too, does he make the roster? I don't know. So. The main part of what we why we just did is because we are aware that the Red Wings are playing hockey. Yes. Yeah. So just yeah, keep the people informed. Stay woke. Um. So now if TB's and get back on the mic yeah, right now because yeah, he's sorry, a, I'm he's gonna get, the, just like well T uh, TB is with the Red Wings how I'm with the Pistons like I don't watch it a ton I I do my best I I'm you know pretty well educated but whatever he's not a hockey guy but we're gonna get him into it this year love the Wings no I'm, he loves I'm them excited all. to watch the team and actually contribute to these conversations good so. he, he <laughs> loves them all but now as we are on forty Hold minutes me here, to it. not make we're not making bad time yeah. We're moving along. Yeah. Should we take like a little mental break? Or do we want to talk about like, I don't know, school or something? No, or no. Let's, we talked about our flag football team for 25 minutes. So <laughs> We needed to touch on it. Yeah, yeah, we did. But the, we, the, big, yeah. the big Stafford infection fans out there. Yeah. Um. All right. We'll go into the Lions now. Uh, did not watch a second of this game. So now I will go into that. Uh, that I, the second part I want to get into with that stuff. Um, driving to the airport. Had the game on GameCast. I have Hulu Live. I have Fox Sports Go. I have ESPN app. None of them were broadcasting the Lions game. Dude, I don't get that at all with Fox Sports Go. It's on Fox. Let me wa- For some reason, it doesn't let you do that for NFL. Yeah. I don't understand. And it. I don't well, know if it was, was because not, I was in they, Did they not have like a bar that you could have watched? Well, we were, the way our, our flight was supposed to leave, I believe, at three. Airport was an hour and a half away. Uh, you want to get there like an hour before. So we had to leave at like 1230. So I was in the car still when the game started. So I was game casting it. Uh, no bars. We went to Chili's in the airport. And I wanted to watch a game. Little chips and salsa it was, it action. Was, it was, yeah, we had chips, salsa, and queso. They ran out of chips, too. It was bizarre. Dude, their chips are so good, too. They ran and out of chips? Yeah, I couldn't get the refill. That's dismal. That's, yeah, that's the bad. whole point of going to Chili's. Yeah, bottomless chips say, and salsa. That's when yeah. you walk out. Um, But 
only <laughs> only only Chiefs Ravens in the entire airport. I was disgusted. The Packers game was on too at, at our at our gate. Well, did you get a good scouting report on the Chiefs? At least, yeah, was saw some Chiefs. They're good, man. But uh, I was doing the whole game cast thing. Um, I watched the 15 minute highlight reel that they that they throw out. Oh, it was great. It was when we landed because I think when we got on the airplane, the Lions were up like 20 to 10 or something of the it sort. It was 20 to 10 for a while, or like 20 to 14, maybe something like that. Yeah. And we the whole time on the airplane, my phone's dying. I have one percent when we land in Detroit. I turn the phone on. I close my eyes. I go. Look at it, 27-24. I blew up. The guys behind me were wearing lions. I go, dude, 27-24. Yep. I was going crazy. It was awesome. Uh, my Uncle Steven did have an hour-and-a-half phone conversation with me. He's a savant in remembering Lions games, so I had the whole recap. I watched the highlight package, so I know what's going on. But Lions topped the Eagles in Philly 27-24 to on Sunday. They now moved to 2-0-1 on the season. Matthew Stafford, 18 for 32 through the year, 201 yards and a touchdown. Carry on Johnson, 20 carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Jones, the MVP of the game, might I add, six grabs for 101 yards and a touchdown. I will shout out Jamal Agnew. Very unfair to him the last couple of weeks because he's been bad. I thought they were going to tell him. I actually <laughs> thought they were going to tell him. I agree. A uh, 100-yard kick return touchdown. Didn't let Stafford get on the field. For a little bit there, um, I will turn over to you guys for the initial thoughts. Trent's gonna. Uh, try, I'm sure Trent has the entire. Uh, I, have, I got game a synopsis. I don't know if you want me to do oh, that now say, or later. Yeah, no. Do it now. But what's it called? Trent was driving me back from the Green and White Report. Yes. And we and the Green and White Report ends at one, so we missed like the first five Which minutes. Sucks. Yeah, I know. It. We missed the first like five minutes of all the NFL games, whatever. So me and Trent are in a car. Listen to Dan Miller. Guy's unreal. He's one of the best in yeah. the game, by the he's way. He's so he's electricity personified. He's, he's awesome. so you're like juiced. Yeah. When, like, whatever. Oh, but, we we were going nuts. No, Every play is so aggressive. No, but like Stafford in the shotgun. Drop yeah, back yeah. to pass up the side. Got three it. Three was right. Yeah, three to his right, awesome. one to his left. I love oh, it. Awesome. No, but so the ad new touchdown happens yeah. when we're in the car. So me and Trent are like, wait, what? He's had a little opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He and goes, he's like what is it? What would? What did he say? He said, "In the Lions, in the, or in the Eagles territory, he could go. He could go." And me and Colin yeah. just kind of look at each he other, go, like, "Oh, he's like, we're actually gonna like take a lead here yeah. early." It and was crazy. What? And then what did he say? He's like, "That's how you bounce back three nine. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah." yeah. I was like, "Yup, damn it!" Because he's yeah. like the perfect, the perfect tiptoe of being a homer, but like not like he's yeah. very. You know what I mean? He's the he's he's like the perfect spectrum between like Blaha and Shepard. <laughs> yeah. Because Shepard's just like, oh baby, and yeah. it's like, dude, yeah. we won forty games all year. Yeah. Blaha's the goat. I love yeah. Pistons. Yeah, he's amazing. But anyway, special, okay. uh, do you have, is this was that your tangent or do you have a different tangent? No, I got. No, I, gotta, I, I just had to mention All right, that well, story. Well, you do what you have to do. I'm gonna let you, Trent. You can drive on this one because again, you're like my uncle Steven. Oh, you know this... every single play that's ever happened in the Lions game. So, um, well, you go ahead and, and recap the game from your perspective because um, I have I have some notes here because I did I saw some stats, watched some plays, got the gist of what was going on. So I have some things to mention. Maybe I'm completely wrong, and you guys are like you, dude, you actually need to watch the game before you come on this uh, podcast. No, 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 no. I ahead. think your emotions about you. the game are a lot different than ours. The people who watched it, though, because well, there was, was there was a there was, was a vibe. There was like, oh, we're really gonna do this again and blow this. I'm gonna say a Collinsism here. It was a doozy. Okay, it was a I doozy. Did, I did not say. I've never said doozy. You no, said you, doozy. You say do, and you do it like that too. You go. It was. A doozy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said tomorrow will be a doozy. You said that yeah. before the after the Cardinals yeah. game. Yeah. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Trent. Anyways, um, I usually run through this whole thing three facets, offense, defense, specialties, whatever. Not doing that today because all I'm doing. Well, I probably end up doing it. But basically, <laughs> I just am so. I this team's good, and I don't want to hear any more. I don't want. I have. I don't. Want, I have 
no no <laughs> patience I for lion stop. slander. I love I, looking at Collins when you start going on this yes, stuff because he does a little head bob like he's a little bobblehead. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to like lecture Collins, but I'm talking to people like Collins who yeah. say like – So you're talking now, to listen, me. Yeah. No, no, no. Speak so right into my I soul. I overreact to everything, right? Yes, that's yes, my thing. Do. That's, yes, that's yes, my yeah. thing. But I've, I've, I've got to go just what my eyes tell me, okay? Because let's just start here. This team's worlds above last year's team. I think everyone can agree on that. And right now in every statistical category, category across the board. Look it up. They're best or second best in the NFC North. So I think this team, and we haven't played anyone from the NFC North yet, and we can get into all that stuff later, but I think it is time to stop acting like the Lions got lucky. They did. I mean, but let's not let's not act like that was the reason they won. I talked about it last week, listening to Rieger on the way home from the Chargers game, and all he's talking about is the missed field goals and the fumble on the one-yard line. I'm like, dude, good teams get lucky all the time. The fact is the Lions have never gotten breaks like this, right? right. And the fact that they did yesterday – they got break after break after break after break late in the game. It's like, why why are we why are we just saying we got lucky? The Lions played good football for four quarters. And they beat a good team. I know the Eagles were missing players, but that's Carson Wentz back there. That's in Philadelphia. Those fans are nuts. It was 95 degrees. It was hot. We Darius Slay goes out in the third quarter. Mike Daniels goes out in the first or second quarter. I don't remember when it was, but say it out loud. The Detroit Lions are undefeated. The Detroit Lions have beaten Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Anthony Lynn, Doug Peterson. The Detroit Lions are the sixth best passing offense in the NFC. The Detroit Lions, as we sit here today, would be in the playoffs if the season was three games long. <laughs> Look, that was preposterous. In the man. NFC North, the Lions have the most yards per game. And the Packers and Bears are actually dead last in the whole NFC. So I look ahead and I think, okay, we haven't played either one of them. That's four games right there. I think we win three of them. Maybe that's me being over-optimistic, even if you go two and two, whatever. Matt Stafford missed a couple throws yesterday, so what? Who doesn't? He made a hell of a lot more plays than Carson Wentz did. Uh, this offensive line gave Stafford an average of 3.03 seconds to throw. That's top three in the NFL this week. And, oh, by the way, Taylor Decker allowed two pressures for zero hits. Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> we missed you. Seriously. That's a top six rating among all alignment in week three. Marvin Jones, and I told I said this before the show, I and my he's my number one for this team because Kenny Galladay, and I'm sure you got something to say about yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. But Kenny Galladay, and I love Kenny. I'm giving him every I I absolutely love Kenny Galladay. I do. He's on my fantasy team. I think he's great. I think he's underrated. But he had two drops yesterday. And Marvin, again, I said it week one and week two. He's your guy. You look at him, you say, look, you've been here the longest. You're a veteran. Matt Stafford looks at him and says, I trust you. And he just throws it up. Marv, Marv, six catches, 101 yards. All great and, catches, too. And, yes, and big time catches and big time A spots. great touchdown. It was 20 to 17. What does he do? He catches a touchdown to put you up 27 17. That should have sealed it, but it didn't. Oh, we all know how that went. But uh, to me, that's just that's something to hang your hat on. Marvin Jones is looking like he never did last year, and he missed a couple games last year towards the end of the season with injury. But then I want to shift to defense real quick. How many times did the secondary step up and stand tall? Like, say what you want about drops. For the Eagles, I don't care because Lions jerseys are everywhere on the field. They're not given anything easy. Uh, Tracy Walker had a great stop late on Zach Ertz. And Rashawn Melvin, I know, what's the one guy's name who dropped the? J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Whiteside. Yeah, he just completely dropped it. But let's not add, I mean, Melvin's there. It's not like he's wide open. He just dropped it like the tight end on that one touchdown pass in the end zone. But uh, I, I just, uh, it was another flawless week for Melvin and Coleman. These guys look Coleman like they're played real, really, really, Col really good. He, he played, played really good. I mean, this dude has really played out good. of his mind. He hasn't given up one big play. Well, he did against Larry Fitzgerald and then Ty, whatever. But Darius Slay goes down. Mike Ford steps in. These things, this is what good teams do. 
And I just, I'm, I'm just so excited about it because this defense stopped the Eagles time and time again legally with no controversy, no caveats, no, no excuses. Two fourth downs late in the fourth quarter, they stop them. There are plenty of things to work on. Special teams, you can't allow a blocked field goal in that situation. The pass rush needs to get more pressure. The offensive line needs to be better in the run game, not just protecting Stafford, even though they've been great. Kenny Galladay's got to get better. Jamal Agnew still got to get better. Trey Flowers has to show up. There's plenty of things to improve on. But right here, right now, I want to stop acting like the Lions just got breaks and they're not a good team this year. Because you know what? At some point, we got to look at this team and say, look, they beat Phillip Rivers and they beat Carson Wentz playing good football on offense and defense. And I'm just I, I, that that's my two biggest that's that's my biggest two cents from today. Trent, I, I, I love when you can hear Collins' first breath into the mic. Like you already know what's coming out. But go ahead. I I know what Trent's trying to say where people are trying to discredit like the Lions yesterday. And it's only they, because no, no, we've no, heard no. it for years. You know no, what no, I mean? No, no. We've never had a team where they're like, oh, this team's good. Why? Uh, yeah. It's not that. It's because they should have lost those two games. The the other teams did like screw up, and they should have won those games. But, but at this, no, no, no. I okay, wait. Let ahead. me finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, at the same sorry, time, sorry. the Lions never should have been in those positions. That especially in Philadelphia, that game should have been over ten minutes in the fourth quarter, and it was terrible coaching. Sitting on your feet. I mean, sitting on your hands. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, just absolutely. Super conservative play call, and you're running the same play at midfield with like eight minutes left. You're like running carry on to off tackle right twice in a row. You can't like do stuff like that. And I I like the offensive play calling and stuff, but when you get up ten points, step on their throat. They didn't do that at all in that game, and that's why they were in that situation. They probably should have lost. But it like I know what you're saying because people are saying, hey, they got lucky that whatever, whatever. I I. I think that's more the San Diego game because that was just such a crazy game. But the Eagles game, the, the Lions are the better team on the field. I, I, It was just the Eagles are so banged up. The Lions took advantage of that. And then they kind of, at the end, kind of got you nervous. You're like, Is, are we watching the Cardinals game again? What, yeah. are we, what are we doing? They just got too conservative. But I, I'm going to pump the brakes on them being good because if you really looked at the teams they've played so far, you don't really see a good team. Two probably Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Two, who are those Carson two? Wentz and Phillip Rivers. Carson Wentz is not he's, a Hall of Fame he's quarterback. He's like, how old is he? Like 25? He hasn't done anything. I, I know. I'm just saying he's got the he that he's one got year. the talent. I know he has that talent, and I know Phillip Rivers will be a Hall of Famer. I'm just saying the Chargers are one and two, and so are the, it's not like you're being – Also, just, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but I, no, I had to on. listen for the last two years about how much of a genius Doug Peterson is, and he is. Great. We beat that guy. Is that not like – can we not get some credit? I and and I, I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying, like, no, yeah, people you are talking. And, and <laughs> for for people to say, oh, well, it was what the Chargers didn't do and what the Eagles didn't do. At what point do we just watch a Lions game and say the Lions played the Lions played football and won? Yes. you know what I mean. I, like, what, do they have to win by fifty? Does <laughs> do, do we have to do we have to force four turnovers and, and eight <laughs> sacks and just like dominate the entire? Because let's be real, it's the NFL, and I don't care how bad teams are. You look at this Lions team; they're going to go play the Giants, who stink. I, I'm, I'm I thought, not, I am, I, okay, Trent. Before the show goes, I'm not going to look at the schedule anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I, no, he's not giving you win losses. What I'm saying is, th- they're not going to be walk it to me games. Like, just give me the W. It's not that. It's the NFL. You're so, right. like, we, we, the Cardinals suck. 
and we blew, we tied them in week one. But now looking, they blew it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, it's I, tough to win in the NFL. And when you you just you go out and you go and outplay a team like the Eagles on the road, I can understand how the the Chargers game was really fluky. I get it. And you and it's yes, at home. It was. It's at home and it's the home opener and it's a sellout and you win. Great. You go to Philly and you beat that team, even though they don't have their A team out there. They still got Pro Bowlers all over the field. And go for it. No, go, you keep going. No, I, no, all we, we, and I were all I'm saying yeah. is I don't really understand what Lions fans want to see before they just say, okay, the Lions won a football game today. Right. Not, not oh, the Eagles blew it and, and the Eagles didn't have everyone out there and the Chargers fumbled on the one-yard line. Guess what? Jelani Tavai punched the ball out on the one-yard line. Can we not – it's not like – they don't just hand you the ball and say, here, I, I just I, – I hate when people take things out of context and act like the Lions – just don't like like the Lions weren't the better team in both of their wins so far. I, I would think, disagree with the San Diego game, but I agree with the Eagles. They didn't play San Diego this year. San, it's the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. It's the uh, San oh, Diego fine. Chargers. I, Trent, I want to shed some light onto that because I do agree with you because it, it feels like all three of these games so far, it, it almost there's a part of me that's like, did the Lions really win the game or did the other teams just come up short, run out of time, make mistakes, etc.? What I think the problem is that Lions fans have is it's like going through a bad breakup and your next relationship that you go into, you got the trust issues, you're not sure about things, is this real, you're, you're feeling things out. Yeah. So to me, watching the Lions game on my phone and seeing the Eagles creep back in and kind of watching it play out on the highlights, watching the, the L.A. game, watching the Cardinals game, and actually seeing it come to fruition, you always kind of have this feeling of, like, the other team is still in this. Like, the Lions are just like, yeah. you know what I mean? Can, and maybe can we it's, finish a game? Right. Maybe it's like the SOL thing that people get worked up about. But I think for me personally watching the Lions – I'm uncomfortable for all four quarters. Even when the Lions were up 20 to 10, I'm sitting there going, not like, wow, the Lions need, you know, one more score and, right. they, and they can close the game out. I'm thinking the Eagles are about to go score a touchdown. I'm going right. to sweat for a couple more, couple more quarters. So again, back to my analogy, I think it's going to take you beating teams like the Eagles as a step. How you play against the uh against the Chiefs is going to be a step. And if you can beat the Chiefs, it's going to be a step. Uh, it, it's going to be beating good teams. And I will say this about the Lions. You are not going to see the Lions win a game 35-7 to this year. You just won't. That's not how they play the game. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I... I don't know when you're going to have an opponent come in and play perfect and then the Lions play perfect and win because I guess yeah. that's when Lions fans will start being like, oh, okay, this team's good. And, and maybe maybe that fact to some is a sign of them being a mediocre team. To me, it's a matter of, and I'll get into my whole why they only rush three the entire game is ridiculous type, it, my, my whole spiel on that, but they are a bend-don't-break. They're still a bend-don't-break. Their defense is much better on paper. It is, 100%. They still play Ben Don't Break. They've played that way since you were children. That's just what they are. They're not gonna they don't force turnovers and, and blow you up. And and I have a couple I've actually now turned my thoughts into questions that I want to ask you guys after we let Collins they jump force back a in couple here. turnovers. Well, I'm saying, but they're not a team that's gonna that's gonna lead the league in interceptions and fumbles and, yeah. and defensive touchdowns. They're just not. Offensively, they've taken a step back. They play a bit more conservative. You've now put you've now put the ball in Matthew Stafford's hands, and you've asked him when we need you to make big throws, make the throws, and he's done that so yep. far. Except Sunday. 
Because Kenny Galladay hit him in the hands. And, what are you yeah. talking? The Marvin Jones one where he could have stepped into it and he just absolutely right. threw okay, a ground ball. Okay, but I do, I do yeah. think I'm, that, no, he, that, no, that, was, that was a bad throw. I'm not criticizing Stafford. I'm just saying he, that did, he missed. It. Yeah, that could have ended the game. Yeah, yeah. and but, it was an easy throw. But you again, Don't like I, that, like, like I said with this, my whole analogy thing here. People have just seen it one too many times to where it, it's hard for them to believe the Lions are good. And granted, like the Collins point. You played a couple banged up teams. I, I don't think the Eagles are like a Super Bowl team. The Chargers are not. So it is what it is. But like you said, it is flat out, especially on the road, it is hard to win in the NFL. I don't care who you are. And teams show up one week and play. The Dolphins will probably beat a couple teams this year, maybe. And like, well, how does that look on you if you're the opposing team? So to your point, I get it, and it's frustrating, but it's still... I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm on Collins' side here, but I, I understand his reservations of why he doesn't think that you can really call him a great or good team at this point. No, I I understand what Trent's trying to say because people are just trying. I know what you're saying because there are people who are like, oh, they they got won a couple of fluky games, which they did and stuff, but they showed flashes of hey, they could be a team that contends for a wild card spot or may they're competitive right. in the division because their offense looks good. Their offense does look good. I like their offensive steam, and their defense makes enough plays for them to be in the games. So it's it's not that. It's I, I just don't understand like Lions fans sometimes. They get so hyped up about like they uh, they honestly they probably when you look back it should be one and two because they should have won that Cardinals game. But I don't get I I'm this is might you might have a question about Patricia, but I I don't understand how they coach that game. After the third quarter, once they got up about what was it, twenty-seven to seventeen, how when they stop the Eagles on fourth down at the Eagles' own twenty-five, and you're not able to put that game away, that was preposterous to me. I just don't. You got to be able to do stuff like that if you're going to be a successful team, because sure. it's gonna bite you. It's gonna bite you in. A, I want to yes. say. I say ass. Say it. Go yeah, for sure. It's gonna bite yeah. you in the ass. Whatever, because <laughs> it did already in at Arizona. I'm just. It's. They got to figure out a way because I they didn't really finish that game. They didn't finish that game. The, the I Eagle, think so. The I Eagles mean, finished that game. I, I, here's the thing. I I guess I know what you're saying because I don't think the Lions didn't finish the game like you said. Like Matt Stafford could have completed on third down to Marv and it's it's game over. You yes. run the clock out. But and then you two get a block. fourth downs though. I mean, your your players make big plays, and I guess that's more of a sellout for like, okay, your defensive player saved your head coach, which I agree with. I don't think Matt Patricia has done a good job in any single one of these games so far. Yeah, I, I don't. But I, I just I think the personnel the Lions have right now, I think we're overlooking it. I think people are. We're the thing is, is the Lions are always going to be in the backlight. Right. Always, it does not matter. Well, even today, like on ESPN, it's all about like what's wrong with the Eagles and not right. like what the like, like how like wow the Lions like, like oh sorry we're team. one of eight undefeated teams left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm to the and I have reservations. I do. I'm I'm not I'm not an idiot. I can see that you know Trey Flowers is literally not shown up. I mean, he's, he horrible. He had a sack yesterday. It wasn't his sack. It was Devon Kennard's sack. Devon Kennard yeah. got up in him and Wentz kind of slid. And Kennard's been good. Oh, he's been. Do you great. have a Devon Tenard jersey? No, I need one. I who? I don't had, know if you need one. Someone has a Devon Tenard jersey. And I was like, dude, where do you? I buy have Jared those? Davis. Is that yeah, what you're oh, thinking I, of? okay, good point. Bernard Jared well. Davis. He played well. He did yeah, play he did. well. I, I, he got beat in coverage a couple times, like he always does. He's never going to be a great coverage linebacker, but he did play well. Yeah, and I like how they used Tavai on the outside. They're going to move him in and out and stuff like that. Slay getting hurt is a question mark. Yes, that's another one of week. the. Yeah, he I, should I, be fine. I yeah, assume. What was it? I think just pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pulled the hamstring. 
But I, here's I, the thing. If he's 50-50, I, I just hold him out against the Chiefs. Seriously. Then you get the bye week. You get two weeks to get right. I don't yeah. want I don't want to rush him because he's huge. If we don't have him, I mean, it ruins everything I've said about, like, this is the best <laughs> secondary of my lifetime. Ruins all that yeah, if I, he's not there for the rest of the year. Trent, I want to ask you a question. I don't – I I don't know if you have more on this game. Do you? Yeah, a little bit more. Okay, I'll let you go and I'll ask that. Well, after. so I I have a couple topics and like guys little thoughts that I jotted down while I was while I was going over the game with my uncle Steven and while I was watching the highlights. Um, one th- and I guess it's more of a like I'll I'll also, shout it out and I want to so, no go ahead. The Kenny Galladay slander, I really don't understand it. It's he not had, slander. It's, it's just, not slander. It's just I'll he had one myself. bad game. He had one bad game. No, myself. he hasn't shown up once yet. I'll explain myself. He, he, went he for, Okay, okay, okay. The Chargers game was he good. He went for 120 and a touchdown, game-winning touchdown, Chaj. I'll explain myself. No, that okay. was great. That was great. Um, I, I'm going to throw out some things that I that I witnessed. I want you guys to either go yes or no, or you agree, disagree, because yeah. you guys watched the whole game. So first thing, they still look a little bit sloppy as far as not really being – some penalties here and there they don't need uh, blown coverages. I just think they're a, they play a little bit sloppy of a football game. On Disagree. Sunday. Disagree. Not I actually do too. All. And here's why. Here's why. There was no holding penalties on the offensive line yesterday, which is something that I think is a good sign going forward because we know how bad the Lions' offensive line right. can be with holding penalties, and every big play is called back. But I do know what you're saying, though. Yeah, I think there's just certain things about maybe it comes down to coaching. Again, yeah. Collins is a great point that he made a couple weeks ago with the timeouts. He doesn't use them in Lions, the first half. Lions, it's Lions stopped the the Eagles on on uh, the Eagles now have third down with 40 seconds left. I go with two timeouts left. I go yes. timeout. You have Matt Stop Stafford. Stop him on third and yeah. 17, and then you get if you you know if you're inbounds, then you call another timeout and, and get in field range. I get it maybe because we got the ball back in the second half, whatever. So. Uh, sloppiness with maybe coaching more so than playing um, things that I think that you get exposed with um, from good teams. My second point, you need to figure out a way to get a push up front, 20 carries for 30, whatever yards to me. I know Collins has been a little bit more higher on the run game than, than you and I have. Maybe I think 20 carries. I love seeing carry and get the ball that much with obviously CJ Anderson's gone. So now he gets those carries. I think 30, whatever yards is like, that's like SOL to me. Like you need to get a push up front. Yeah. I, I will say this. They did the classic carry-on they've been doing the last three games. He plays the first two tor- first two quarters, and he like disappears in the third. I'm what? still hanging on to the fact that when he did disappear, it was when the Lions had a lead, which doesn't really make sense because that's when you would start running the ball more. Yeah. But I'm still hanging on to hope that there's a method of the madness, and they're just trying to save some gas in the tank for carry-on because I think – I really think it is in the game plan to like run the ball down teams' throats. Once we start getting into division games, I think we're going to see carry on, maybe carry at 25 times a game. I, I understand it. I just don't get – I've said this already before. I don't want to be repetitive. I just don't understand how the, why they do it the way they do. <laughs> yeah, I, you it, can, it doesn't you, make sense. You can like yeah. give like split some of the drives. Like they go to him like for all like a seven minute drive and he's in the whole time. It's oddly but, systematic. Yeah, it's, it's it's just weird. I just keep him involved the whole game that you literally. He has to get back into a rhythm yeah. in like the fourth quarter. It's just I don't like the usage I, that way. Yeah. And uh Hawkinson and the tight ends have not been good since week one. I I, I they've targeted them a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm curious what they do going forward with the tight ends because I do truly believe they need production out of that position if their offense is going to be good. To that point, the Chiefs linebackers, I, I apparently they're statistically the worst starting linebackers in the entire NFL. Oh, I would good. look I would look for the tight ends to have a big game this Ronald weekend. Ronald Darby, That's just one quarterback, prediction. sucks on the Eagles. He was terrible. <laughs> oh, he was not good. Yeah. No, but the Chiefs um, Chiefs linebacking core, I would I'm just looking too, forward, probably. I would predict I would predict a nice little game from the tight ends. 
My next piece of observation, no sacks again on Stafford. Huge. Yeah. Obviously need it. Um, question to you guys that you may be able to help me with. Why do they never rush anyone on the quarterback? Like That's and, just and a I, Patriots thing. And my second, my second part of that is a lot of these highlights I watched, granted they're highlights, it's like circa like 2014, like bad lion secondary where everyone that catches a ball is like wide open. And granted, they get to they swarm the ball decently well. I just feel like a lot of the plays I watch are just and he has Wentz had all day to throw, and that's again I can't put it all on the secondary because if you're it's hard to cover guys for that long. Yeah, so I, I get it. I disagree. I felt like they had decent pressure on Wentz, I and think, that could that could have been credit to Jason Peters not yes, playing the whole yeah. game. But and later stuff like that. later in the game too, though, I am just of the opinion and having now experienced it as a quarterback in flag football myself. <laughs> When you put when you pressure the quarterback and make him uncomfortable so he can't set up and throw how he wants to with no pressure, I just think you you obviously make the game harder for him. So I think later in the game, instead of dropping everyone back in coverage, like can you maybe throw a fourth or fifth guy in there, please? It's principle number one of quarterback play in the NFL. All of these guys have been throwing the ball their entire life. They're too good to just sit there and pick you apart. You got to get pressure up front. And to both of you guys' points, Collins, I thought they did a decent job yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I didn't think they were horrible. But, but to, to your point, it's like – the, the personnel we have, seriously, I think this defensive line is so underrated. You're still bringing back Deshaun Hand at some point this year, Austin Bryant, Okwara's up there, Flowers at some point I got to imagine is going to show up. Mike Daniels went out with a foot sprain, whatever, but Damon Harrison, Ashawn Robinson, there's dogs on this line. And when you when you have a little bit of success, like Colin said, just keep, keep the pressure. I don't know why you drop back then and just like go away from what's been working because especially Carson Wentz, Right. And, and and with no one and I get it because you know he didn't have Deshaun Jackson or, or Alshon Jeffrey, so maybe you take a little bit more of a gamble and let him, you know, make the make the backups beat you. But I feel like in that situation it's even more important to get pressure on him because then you can coverage sacks and things like that. I thought the interior of their defensive line put their best game this year. And it, oh, yeah. it, it might it was, not show by the numbers, but Ashawn Robinson had a really nice team. He I, did. He was he batted, Yeah, he batted a couple of balls down. He had a sack. He picked up the fumble. Yeah, and I, he he played good. I, I never really got – he's kind of been snaking ever since Patricia's down here. He hasn't really gotten to playing time. Well, yeah, I, I remember think. last year against the Jets, he healthy got a healthy scratch. scratch to start the yeah, year. I, I, it's like, what? Yeah, I don't really get that, but I, I, I do think this defensive line is not – like you said, they're projected to be a lot better than they are because they do have a lot of names. Like, you recognize, you're like, oh – He's a nice player. Mike well, and Daniel. we already talked about Devon Kennard too. Like he he plays he's good. He's he plays four linebacker, but he's a he's an edge rusher. You know he's flying around the whim. So yeah, I I didn't think their pass rush was that bad. But when you're talking about dropping back Aiden, so I know what you're saying that they just do bend don't break. They don't yeah. want to get beat by the deep ball. I I think that might just be for a week to week thing. I would be curious to see what they do with Mahomes. Yeah, because no oh, one's boy. really been able to figure out to stop him. Yeah, and. I, I, yeah, I don't know why they do that. I, to your I, point, the bend don't break thing is the reason we tied the Cardinals. That's the yeah. sole reason we tied the Cardinals. Yep. You just back off and you're like, okay, we got the lead here. Let's just nothing over the top. Yeah. Well, he's too good for they that. They play, yeah, they, I, like you said, they just play too conservative when they have the lead. Right. I will just say that. They just play way too conservative. Yeah. yeah. My next point and one of my final points here is you have to convert in the red zone. I mean, you can't go down and get a field goal every time. I mean, they were good in the red two, zone. Two fumbles and you got six points out of it. That's they handed what I mean. you two fumbles at midfield and you got and six that's points. Like, out it goes of back it. to yep. Collins' point about you burying could bury a team. them early. You could bury them early. Like, you got to figure it out in the red zone. After that Aguilar fumble, they should have ended that game, basically. I thought so, too. Yeah. Well, like, he literally just dropped the ball and then Slade took it back. They could have, like, like I said, step on their throats. They, right. they, they, they just don't have that ability right now. 
which is fine. We never really projected this team to be a dominant well, and team. It's, you know, it's week three. Yeah. Maybe I, by week 12 they're doing that. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but I just looked at this Lions team, and I know what you're saying. They're not finishing in the red zone. I think the tight ends need, are a part of that. Yeah. And I, some of their play calling is a little iffy in the red zone. That's only, like, questions I have about Daryl Bevel. And I think that's the most one of the most important things about being an offensive coordinator. Yep. Figuring figuring out how to find space in the red zone. Yeah, I it's think so it's the job. most the most important yeah. thing. I, I I just don't have that many complaints about this offense. I'm just gonna say I don't that. either. I don't either. I I, 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 I just I understand them not being able to punch it in like they should be. The I mean the Chargers they weren't able to do it a couple of times and this week. But when I look at the offense, I think they basically have taken what the defense has given them the first three weeks and. If they can improve on that little minor error, it will be fine. I like the style they play on offense because it's going to keep them in a lot of games. Because yeah. them trying to throw the ball like every down and like not take time off the clock, they're not going to be able to do that because they flat out just don't have the playmakers a lot of teams in NFL do, like the Chiefs. So it's going to be interesting. I think this week is a litmus test. If they're able to – like they don't even need to win. If this team's competitive, I, I my whole opinion of the Lions change. Well, that's <clears throat> excuse me. That's something I was thinking too. This there's no shame in losing to the Chiefs, and you know we all said you got to win two games to start your first four. Yeah, they and did. Right. They've done that. They should have beat the Cardinals. If, it's so bet. annoying. If did the Lions yep. somehow pull out a win against the Chiefs, I somehow, some way, whatever, God's grace, and they're three zero and one going into this bye week, and then you go to Lambeau. And by the way, who the Eagles could beat the Packers this Thursday? They could. We'll see. But um, I hope. The, to your point, Collins, what you were just talking about, the two biggest things for me on offense that need improvement is getting the tight ends open, like you said, and and blocking for the for the run game. Because they gave Stafford three seconds to throw this week, like and that was the third highest in the entire NFL. That's awesome. Yeah. Taylor Decker played great. Everyone played awesome. I think Glasgow was the only one who had a penalty. But at some point you got to run the ball too. It's not just about protecting the pass. You got to be able to get carry on going, especially a guy like carry on. Right. My point about Galladay, too, I don't want to forget. I just think I I get that he statistically hasn't been bad. I just think there's a couple plays that I watch where, like, again, the one interception that Stafford threw last week against the Chargers where he was, like, falling away from the ball. You need to be a little bit stronger, son. Use your body. Get mentally engaged in the game. Okay? Stop dropping balls. Like, let's go. That's it. I don't think he's been bad. I didn't say he's been bad. I expect more out of him. He's not the number one right now. Thank you. Marvin That's Jones right. is. No, what, no. He's not. He's clearly the number one. The way that teams prepare for the Lions, he's getting doubled. Like, stuff okay. like that. Yeah, no, yes. I, I understand that. But and he's, well, a, he's a bigger threat than Marvin Jones is to a defense. But Marvin Jones, a, I think Marvin Jones' route running ability is yes, grossly he's way underrated. more important for you in that game. And, than, well, and also, I mean, just, I just want to say, and granted, Kenny is getting the best corner. He's getting doubled, whatever. But who's Stafford looking to late in games? That's twice now. Yep. I mean, the Chargers game he went to he Marvin. went to Kenny, but Marvin was the one who put him in the in the red zone. That's a good point. And then That's a yesterday, good point. That's granted, a good point. granted, it was a bad throw, whatever. He was looking at Marvin on third down to ice the game, and what happened? You know, I, I don't know. I just think no, I get that. That's a good point. You guys kind of stumped me there. I'm there not gonna go. lie. I just I'm and again I, I I'm always someone who's said. I don't think Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, I don't think either one is drastically better than the other. No, yeah, and that's no. kind of nice to have because yeah. it's like, okay, well, defenses, you can take one away and the other one's going to thrive. And that's what yeah. we kind of saw from Marvin yesterday was six for 101. But Kenny Galladay at some point to me, and, and I, I love him. I do. I, I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to act like he's my tease Tabor for of this course. year. But 
there was a couple balls yesterday that hit him in the hands. And I yeah. just, I'm, dude, like, if we're going to pay you at some point, I got to imagine. And yeah, if, going if we're going to pay you, you got to make those plays. I don't know. I, I just, I'm not I, expecting you to be Megatron, but you got to come down with some of those. You know what I mean? I would just say, I, I, he was really good against the Chargers, so I just hold pause on he him was just good. having he one, was good game, like one bad game. And he wasn't horrible against the Cardinals. That's so. fine. So I, I would hold the criticism, but I do understand the point where he's like Stafford's one of Marvin Jones at the end of the games. Yeah. Because he did that in Arizona, and he did that this week. So mm-hmm. you're you're right about that. My last thing on this game, I know you had a tangent that you wanted to do, and you had a question for oh, that you probably I, forgot. I, I no, I have a question, but it's about next week. So. Oh, okay, well, we'll move into that yeah. after this. I just want to know when you guys are watching the games. I didn't get to see it live. The, the blocked field goal. Oh, was I was it? nervous. I FaceTimed yeah, yeah. all my buddies. I'm like, yeah, I, I, face, did, I FaceTimed Will. We didn't say one word. We just started shaking our heads. And we're like, what are we doing? Oh, no. It was, it was I saw. I, no, I, I was telling Trent this on the car, too. No one, like, you think the game's in hand, and you're like, you know what? I hope my fantasy team does well in yeah. this game now. So I'm like, give the ball to Galladay. Give the ball to Galladay. And, yeah. and then it flipped real quick once that field goal got blocked. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, we're going to lose this game. Lions figured out, and now I'm screaming at the TV. <laughs> so it goes from, like, 0 to 100. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. It did not feel – it was like, they're going to do this again? Oh, my God. It was not good. The way the defense was playing, though, up to that point, like, when – when it, was no, never no, in doubt. I, yeah, I was, never I in doubt. He was, was fired up. I actually – I turned to my buddy. I was. I mean, I was watching it with my roommates, and I turned to him, and I said, we're either going to tie this game – or we're going – I said, we're either going to – I thought to, they were going to overtime. Well, I said, we're either going to OT or we're losing because now they have the ball on the whatever. It was 12-yard line. But once the flag was thrown and they yeah. backed it up to the 50, I said, we got it. Like, seriously, but yeah. get your head in the game, make four more stops, and the Lions did it. Yeah. So, I, but yeah, of course, when it's happening, it's in the back of your mind. You'll never say it, but you're right. like, oh my God. Like, of course. It's happening. It, yeah. Of course, it's happening, right? It's never easy. Okay. Never easy. <laughs> well, that's all I got for the Eagles game. I appreciate you guys covering my ass while I was on the airplane. So, yep. that was good. No, that was great. Um, let's move on now to what I will say, obviously, very obviously, is the biggest test of the year. Uh, as Colin's called the litmus test. Good, good, good vocabulary. Uh, yes, right good job. Uh, Chiefs at Lions at 1 p.m. on Sunday in Ford Field. Um, you can open with your question to Trent. What do you think is a success this week against the Chiefs? Because I could see the Lions getting blown out this week. Covering the spread. Covering the spread. Yep, so cover the said, spread. But you know what? Even is then, it a backdoor I, cover or is it like they're competitive? Because if they're yep, if they're competitive. competitive and like they actually have an opportunity to win this game. Some like sometime in the second half, I will maybe change my opinion of the line. Says my opinion from the preseason has yet to change. I think the okay. team's going like eight and seven and one. I truly believe that's right now so far. And, I, and if they yeah. are able to like find a way to maybe like steam a home is better than any other team is, Stafford like goes out and balls in Ford Field, I will change my opinion. But I think. I, I just – it smells like a little rude awakening after a couple fortunate wins. Well, I I, I can't, like, deny that because the Chiefs are a really good team, and I'm not – we're going to make our picks here, but I'm not going to yeah. sit here and act like the Lions are going to go roll the Chiefs. Like, that's They're what I did last year, and I was an idiot for that. I look at this team a little bit – or this game a little bit like the Rams game from last year, not score-wise because I think it's going to be a shootout. Like, I would – Yeah. Let's the over Kansas under 50. City. I would take that – smash that over. It's going to be – step on your pick. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get fine. to that in a sec. But <laughs> but just the, the the Rams last year, the Rams game. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was 16 yeah. to 13 with like 10 minutes left in the fourth until Aaron Donald strip sack Stafford and then the Rams ran away with it with Todd <sighs> Gurley, but it was like the Lions were the Lions. in that game and that's a team that went to the Super Bowl. So um 
I think we could be seeing the same thing this year. I don't know. You got you have to get pressure on Mahomes. You have to. It's probably not going to matter a whole lot, though. What you got to do is you just got to score points with them, I think. Because at the end of the day, if you score points with the Chiefs, which is a huge if, but if you score points with the Chiefs, you're going to give your defense a chance to just make a play late in the fourth quarter. You know, one one pick. Two, Mahomes throws – I mean, he's he's Brett Favre. You know, he's yeah. prone to throw interceptions. You have to capitalize. I, th- I know, This is like a crazy thing to say. I think he's, like, he's the best player in the league. Oh, and I, th- I don't oh, think it's by, close. I think it's by far. It's yeah. not even close at this point. He's so good. Yeah, it's he's bizarre disgusting. how it came on the scene and it's just terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's his second year only, too. Yeah, and everyone's like, what a reach. And now the Kansas City Chiefs yeah, look no, like geniuses. They, they right. are. And ironically, I, th- I don't think he's thrown a pick yet this year. But I, you know what I mean. I know like, he, yeah. t- he, he takes deep bo- shots. Yeah. yeah. And and if Slay is playing, Diggs has a nose for the ball. Tracy Walker already has a pick this year. Yep. Things like that. It's like Lions make a play. And if it, if it comes down to that, and if it comes down to maybe a Prater 58-yard field goal for the win, and we're walking out into a bye week at 3-0-1, I, I, I feel great about this team. I think everyone would feel great. Yep. I, I – I, I want to move this into the – I'm not going to move this into the pitch. I'm just – a lot of, like, cause for concern this week. Just don't get too riled up for this game because I don't – it it could get ugly pretty quick. Okay, well, look, in in my opinion here, everyone knows what the Chiefs are. They're, they're nice, defense yes. on, on defense, they're a little bit inept, which is probably a strong word to use for an NFL defense. Uh, their offense is loaded between their quarterback and their tight end and their weapons on the receiving core. Uh, they have two running backs, Bane. I don't think McCoy's playing. I don't think whatever the whatever the guy that I I think drafted, McCoy is playing. What, oh, what? is he? No, I didn't play this last week. That's what I was reading. I thought I don't know why I heard he wasn't going to play. He this played week. this week. He had like 110 yards in a TD. He was McCoy. Lashawn McCoy. Yeah. Who's hurt? What's the guy that's hurt? Damian or Derek Williams? Which Damian is... Williams, maybe. My guy didn't play. Yeah, Damian Williams. On my on my fantasy team. Tyree kills out too. Yeah. But to yeah. your point about this, real quick, I just want to say this. We're saying this now, right? We're saying we know what the Chiefs are. They're offensively yeah. probably the best team, best offensive yeah. league, hands down. I don't want to come in here on Monday and hear anything. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm just saying. I don't want to hear anything on Sunday from Lions fans or anything about, right. oh, well, the Chiefs gave the ball up. But no, we're saying this right now. This is probably the best team in the AFC, second best team, whatever. And if we beat them, I don't care how it happens. Right. Yes. We beat the Chiefs. Yes. That's different, though. This is different than what happened in Philadelphia. Because, I agree. Because they're banged up, and it was an opportunistic time for the Lions to play yeah. the Eagles. It doesn't matter when – doesn't matter who's on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is under center. Right. So it's an, yep. it, it, like like you said, if they went ugly and they went fluky, fine. Because the Chiefs are the best team in the league, probably. Yes, that's, all, I, that's all I'm saying. Yes, I just I get that. Yep. And they're going to try to beat you through the air, obviously. So this is why I'm not an NFL coach. I don't know if you doing the rushing three, rushing four, and dropping back is what's going to help you. Or if you need to get – I don't watch enough Chiefs football to know what works against them, whatever. Obviously, no one's been able to figure it out for, for quite some time now. I will say this, though. And this is the blatantly obvious, but I want to emphasize it right now. And I'm not going to pick on you, Collins, but most weeks you come in here and it's like, I don't know. And, you know, don't get too excited about this game. If the Lions win this game, I need you to come fired up after next Monday. And we bask in it okay, for two weeks. First of all, I was fired up about the Cardinals Lions game. And then the Lions. And it's the first game and- of the year. Everyone was. <laughs> I was more than excited. I said the Lions are going to win by 30, and then they ripped my heart out. That's why I have him so pessimistic because right. and that's stuff fine. like that. And you've been hurt many times. No, no, but why, why, don't ask right. me to be fired up when they ripped my heart two weeks ago. I know, but I'm just saying everyone in this city is kind of like, if I don't they know. Win, I, if they win, I'll paint my like chest L and come in for the show next week. Okay, I'm gonna, can we shake on that? Yeah. All right. You just got to provide the paint. 
Oh, it's whatever. Fine. I'll get you paint. I'll get you this, paint for this that. This is this is one of, in my opinion, and I'm not just saying this because the Chiefs are like one of the like the best team in football. This is one of the biggest Lions games in my recent memory because here's your litmus test to see what this team's gonna do this season. Seriously, I just think I grant it's only week four. There's a lot of games left to play, oh, but so how you how you present yourself in this in this game is gonna say a lot about your team and your coach, in my opinion too. So I have. Besides the, I said at the beginning of this year, I've never been more excited to watch Lions football. I was pumped to watch the Cardinals game. I've been pumped every game since. If if the Lions win this game, I will bring in. Here's my thing. I will bring in a a blow up swimming pool. I will dump blue Gatorade in the swimming pool, and we will swim on Facebook Live in the swimming pool for a straight hour. <laughs> okay. We I will do that. it from the. Let's I, do I, it. That's like that's how I will drink the Kool Aid until I am in submission. And we have to drive my. We have to drive me to Sparrow Hospital. Uh, you you have to play perfect. You can't give up big plays. That's how the Chiefs. That, they're going to give up big plays. That's just the oh. Chiefs zone. They will. That, that, okay. that's, that's what I'm saying. That, doesn't, going mean, that it, doesn't mean you're not going to win. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't expect you're them gonna not to You're going to give up big plays, but here's the thing. You have to score with them. Score Drive for drive. You have to put points on the board every time. Right. And six would be better than three, by the way. Uh, if you force yes. a, a fumble or two. I agree. So I'm very excited. I will say this. I think the game after this, when they go to Green Bay on Monday night, after they have the bye week, is a bigger game than this week, just like for the division and what this year, like what realistic re- expectations you have for the Fair Lions enough. are. But I I know when, excuse me, I just burped. That was not good. <laughs> but uh, okay. I know I said the Lipness test earlier. I think you're right when it says it'll show you what this team like how good they really are. Yeah. But I, mean, I, I I don't think it's the most important game. I'm just That's fair enough. Yeah. I just think again, it's going to show you a lot about who the team is and again, they could they could lose this game and win out. They could win this game and lose out. I just think you're going to learn a lot about the how good your players stack up against this team and how good of coaching you have. And That's Matt it. Patricia, last thing I want to say before we do the picks probably. Yep. Right? Yes, of course. Okay, so Matt Patricia, if there's any better time for you to show up and be, prove exactly. all of us wrong, and hey, I'm an NFL coach, I deserve to have this job. I'm more than just a defensive guru. I can use my timeouts in the first half. I can manage the clock. Do it against Andy Reid. Do it against Andy Reid. That's he, all I ask. Andy Reid doesn't know how to manage timeouts either. But if, I know, I know. Like, uh, if if he just sits on timeouts again in the first half, I, my head's gonna explode. I don't get it at all. He's like, I want to open up the middle of the field for the offense. They're not getting yeah. the ball back if you don't use the timeout, you idiot. I'm just saying, use your timeout, Patricia. <laughs> Good. And with that, the picks are back. Last week, I believe we both, all three of us, had the Lions. We had the Lions and we I had, had the, the under. I had the under. Yeah. We all had the under. Wait, I thought you, Trent no, had the Trent over. Trent said I was going to take the over. I listened to the tape before the show. Oh, because I was going to take the over, but I'm going to go under. Yeah. So. Two and four for myself, two and four for Trent, three and three for Colin. That's a tight race. Yep. Tight race. This week, the Lions are a six and a half point dog. The over under is at 54 points. Uh, Ryan Collins, the leader. What do you got? I like the Chiefs bid this week. And I, I, you're such an ass. I, I, how? How? I just I, I have to pick the Lions every week. I, know, I have to pick know, them every week. I know, I know. I'm, just I, I, I'm being objective. I like the, I like the Chiefs bid this week. And I think. <laughs> I'm going to take the over, too. I truly don't believe this line secondary can hold Patrick Mahomes okay, at bay. 
What? I'm sorry, sorry, go for it. I, no, I just got a question when say, you're done. Say, what, oh, say the, it now. What's the over-under, 50-something, 54? 54. So if you got the Chiefs big and the over-under's 54, you're taking the over, what's the score going to be? Like like 38 50, to 2? 55 to 1. I just see like a 35 to 21, but it's not close. Okay. If you, if you get I that. I catch your All drift. Right. So like a late touchdown by the Lions. I just, it, it smells like a rude awakening and maybe like humble the Lions just a little bit and say, hey, you got to get ready for Green Bay. I just like... I, I, Chiefs are unstoppable on offense, and if the Lions, the Lions' offense is not explosive, it's good enough. I just don't see them being able to keep up. And if the Lions turn the ball over like one or two times, it's over. So give me the Chiefs bid. Um, Lions cover. I'm not gonna give you a score. I'm not gonna give you a win loss. I'm saying the Lions wow. cover and over. That's, that's how. That's how you know Trent's a little nervous about this. Well, of course Why? I'm nervous, but like I'm, I'm trying to win this thing this year. I'm not trying to be like last year and you know. Lions by 50 on Thanksgiving. Like, but look, the Lions will give the Chiefs a run for the money. I think so. I maybe to Collins' point, they, the Chiefs might pull away in the fourth quarter. I don't know. It's gonna, I'm just saying, it. I think it's going to be a close game. It's at home. The Lions are feeling good. It's going to be a shootout if the Lions can score with the Chiefs. Now say it again. It's a big if. Then I think Detroit's defense will stand taller than Kansas City's. That's just what it comes down to for me. Darius Slaving questionable concerns me. I already said I'd rather just sit him if he's iffy and then give him two weeks to get right for the for the Packers game and all the division games. But I'm taking the over. I'm taking the Lions to cover. You know you know what? I will. Lions win. Lions win 35. Right, no, this is every this week. Is every this is week. Always, always all credibility. Lions yeah. win 35-31. I'm not going to pick him to win. I'm going to pick him to cover. And then you just start. I will say this. By Sunday, I will do the n- enough mental gymnastics where I'm going. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I will be like, dude, I like the Lions this week, and I'll probably bet on them, and I'll probably lose money. But I'm just saying, I, I know what you're saying because I do that with Michigan State maybe every week. Yes. After the Arizona State game, I think they're going like five, five and seven or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, mm, we all do it. Eleven just- and one, Big Ten champs. Uh-uh. It's still there. I'm at mental gymnastics oh, yeah. are a big part about being a Mine are just fan. a little too hyperactive. They're just a little too quick. Because just I just love- looked at my reflection in this window right here and I said, You just didn't pick Trent the Lions. Just to loves win. the Lions uh, more than he loves himself. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's actually true. I, I know. He loves them. Over, Lions cover, Lions win. It's a drug you can't get off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. I love it. 3 0 1. The over under here is great because you know that everyone in the world is going to take the over. And it's begging me to take the under. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you, whatever, whatever, I, whatever I pick here is going to go the complete opposite. Um, I'm going to take the over here at 54. And I'm going to tell you this. This is, and I, I said this last week too, I go, if the Lions don't win this game, or if they get blown out, I'm not picking the Lions again. I'm done doing this like what? slappy shtick. No, no, he, no he, said that. he said it last week oh, against last Philly. Week, last no, but week. I thought you are saying you're going to do that this week. I'm. Okay, let me, here I come. Ready for this? Okay. <laughs> here I come. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I I am confident in this Lions team for the first three games of the energy level and the continuity in the locker room that you see on the field to where I think this team believes they can win and they're gonna be at Ford Field. It's gonna be rowdy. I wish I was going to the game. I actually think the Lions win this game here. And I'm gonna tell you how it happens. As long as as long as the Lions don't go in the locker room at half and it's like 21-7, which I could see happening. If the Lions are within a touchdown at halftime, I think you win this game on a late second 54-yard field goal from Matt Prater. I think the Lions win 54, by 54. Not 55? No, 54. Okay. 54-yard field goal, exactly. And I and, and like I say, this is just me being Lions slappy. I understand it. 
I, I, I was thinking in the car on the way here, are you really going to go on the podcast and lose all your credibility and say the Lions are going to win this game? And I thought, yeah, they will. They're gonna win. The Lions uh, are gonna win by three. Let's go. Let's I, go. I gotta give you. A, I gotta. I gotta give you a high five. It's so bad. <laughs> I will say this. So there's few games on. It's a good thing no one can see this. J- yeah, like there's hap- few that games. Was, that was awful. Bad that was awful. Well, Rabinowitz and Trent just missed a high five. Yeah, it was well, a we terrible both, look for both We were both, both of trying them. to not get too far away from the mic. And yeah. Then we, no, yeah. but the Lions typically don't get blown out. Really, they like. I. I Did you watch the Jets game last year? I was gonna say like with an inception of the Jets. <laughs> No, Sorry. But, no, but they typically don't. Like in the first half, it's usually. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. So I, that's what the only like cause for concern in my pick. But I, I just think the Chiefs are just too good. I think they're the best team in the league, and the way the Lions have won and tied their first three games, I think it will be a little. It humbles them. It might be a good thing for them to get blown out by the Chiefs. I just think there's no way the Lions okay. win this week. And I will say the only the only chance of me coming on here and going scorched earth is if Patricia blows this game for the I Lions. also don't remember a time the Lions have won a game like this. I remember when they had Denver on Sunday night, they lost. Oh, when they had uh, they had Steelers on Sunday night, they yep. lost. They 15 points on five field goals. Green Bay, they right. lost. Like Whenever they have a marquee game like this, they usually never win. People just, you need to remember if you're a Lions fan, the Chiefs do also have to play defense at some point in this yes, game. Yes, that's what they I'm saying. don't just that's, have an offense. That's what I'm hanging on to. And I, I seriously, I, I don't think the Lions offense is capable of scoring 50 points in a game. They won't. Right. But... If you score with the Chiefs and then you 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 pepper in some stops, you know, like maybe a big play from Jared Davis or a, or a sack from Ashawn on third and short or something like that, yeah. because the Chiefs are not a conventional team. If right. it's third and two, they still might throw it twenty yards down the field. Right. So it's just going to be about pressuring Mahomes and making plays on defense and scoring with the Chiefs. It's a big, 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 big if, but I think the Lions can do it. Nothing else from you, Collins? No, 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 no. All right. I did not have a good showing today. I will say that. I think fine. When people, this if was, people, this was v- vintage Collins. I mean, the word jumble is this podcast were not good. That mine, I got an exam on Wednesday. I've been thinking about it this oh, whole time. To hear that, I, I had, had one Sunday, today. Sta- I Sunday series right now. You had one today. Yeah, getting back from Gainesville. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Got That's... one tomorrow too. Uh, oh, are mine. you going to the game this week? I am. Yep. Wow. I'll be there. Wow. Section three eighteen. You guys want to go? We could probably get tickets right now. I'll think Gee. about it. We'll think, yeah, we'll discuss. But we'll I will discuss. say that, Trent, are you like a face paint guy? Mm-mm. No, could you no, ever, no, 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 Could no. you ever get to that point? I could. 100% you think, could. You think, oh, playoff game, dude? Yeah, no, absolutely yeah. I would. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I could go shirt off, I maybe. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't have the body my, for my it. Problem, I, don't, I don't either, but still. RC? My problem with paint is Bad that RC. Th- it's just like the lion's color of paint doesn't really exist. Honolulu if that makes blue? sense. Yeah, it just doesn't exist. It's either going to be too dark or it's going to be like North Carolina. There's those guys who like... Would you ever like dress up like the guys at Georgia? Yeah, with, like the spikes. One thousand percent. You would do that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I would. Respect. I would do a lot of things. I don't know if I'd paint my face. Trent, I would dress up. Like I imagine costume. you when you turn fifty to be the guy with like the dead man. Who? What's that guy called? Uh, Hangman. Hey Hangman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Such me. Trent. A bad gimmick. I like the Hangman. <laughs> I like the Hangman a lot. I like the Lions weirdos. I like the guy with the big like ring. I like super fan of Detroit Don. I love all the like. I think it's so funny. It's yeah. awesome. Hopefully they're in good spirits this weekend. I'm excited oh. to watch the game. It's going to be, hopefully, we can, we got to lock in one of these days. you got to get, oh, away We should games. do it this way. Oh. Well, he's gone. Okay. We'll see. Maybe we get tickets. Do a little yeah. live stream from I the- want you guys to so bad. Like, you got to do this the so report. I know. I can, t- I just, that's the thing. I can't go, can I go back-to-back vacation days? Yeah. 
We'll see. I don't know. But that's all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the Motown Rundown. Subscribe to Impact WDM on iTunes, WDBM. That's I don't even know what that stands for, but whatever. I'm rubbing off on you. Just jumbling oh, that's, words. I, I, I'm sorry. I took that a completely different route. Oh, you did? Yeah, huh. gross. Anyway, uh, new episodes every week. We'll see you next time. Trent, give me one pride. One pride. See you next week. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.